You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Take one. Knock, knock. In the room. We're in the room. Steven and Dana 2018. That's correct. This is our first one of 2018. <laughs> hey, 2018. Are you a 28 queen? Hi. <laughs> Shut up. You're not supposed to talk yeah. yet. Nobody knows you're here yet. I already broke the fucking rules. Well, <sighs> is that a rule? No. We, okay. The car seat. No. You can curse. You can curse. We're explicit in iTunes. <laughs> nice. Yeah. We're tote splits. Yeah. Um, is that our reindeer name as a podcast? Explitsin? Yeah. Great. Um, how did you ring in the newest of years? I rang in the new year at the Bonnie in Astoria during a very tedious That's right, you evening. you went out. I did. I did. I got dressed up once a year. And um, we had like a dinner and then an open bar and many old fashions and, you know, Negronis and champagne and spritzies. Um, I went to Albatross because, you know, once you get drunk, you can't just go to sleep. I didn't Um, know you went to Albatross. I went to Albatross. I I went to Albatross for one. I did. Has anyone ever gone to Albatross for just one? That's why I'm saying it's, it's quite special. All right. I went for one. I think I've home. only been to Albatross while they were closed. We were shooting something what? in there, I feel. And I've never been to. Yes, partake. you have, and you I hated have? yourself. You were holding your purse in the corner. It was during karaoke. That was Perhaps. that place? I took you. Yeah, yeah. Oh. You're like, I never want to come here again. Right, I've been there once. So that was my New Year's Eve. It was great. It was um, a lot of straight people and my gay friends and me. Great. And your parents and your brother and sister in law. Your family was just in My family just came. Yeah. I have, I've worked twice in the past 16 days, and I'm... Poor me. I know. So poor me. We had a great time. We went to drag bingo. My brother won a cat on a tire swing. Touch me. It's so easy to leave me. Uh, yeah, that was at Le Poisson Rouge with Linda Simpson, and... Um, my mom likes going there, so we had to go there again. Um, 
Ate a lot of good food. You joined us for some Thai food yeah. at Bang Bang, Bang Bang at Yum Yum Bangkok. Bang Bang Yum Bangkok. <laughs> Kicking in. Kickin in. in the room. <laughs> anyway, did um, we did the Central Park walk. That around. was delicious. Yes. And you had a two show day. We had a two show day. We went to go see School of Rock, featuring composer of In the Room's theme song, Joel, Joel Bagner. Bagner. And he did a little, uh, I'll put a little clap now. Um, uh, oh, can you get a clap track? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, that's free with iTunes. Yes, pre-sounds. Uh, <laughs> so he did a little backstage moment, and it was my brother and sister-in-law's first Broadway show ever. Mm. And they loved it. It was, it's a fun Evan show. asked me while we were walking in the bitter cold uh-huh. to 9th Avenue, he's like, so, like, are all the Broadway theaters connected like a movie theater or does is each one its own entity? I'm like, what do you mean? It's like, well, you go to the movies and you like buy your ticket for one of the shows and then you have to go up a bunch of flights to like the different theaters within the one building. I was like, that's, a, a, PhD that's a thoughtful student. question though. He likes to ask stupid questions you have to be, think just about, because it comes to his mind, but he knows the answer. But you also have to like think a lot about like, that's not a question that just comes to me when people are like, so what's Broadway like? Or what's it like in the theater? Is it big? I've never had that question before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's like an underground like railroad stages, of... Which actually was... <laughs> you want to join in on the conversation? Um, no, shut up. You're not... Time to follow not. the rules. <laughs> rules are for fools. So School of Rock is great. I highly suggest it. Um, and then we went to go see John Lithgow... Lithgow? Lithgow. Lithgow. I've heard him say it. So. All right. Uh, and that was great. Like, our family loves both of those things. Mm-hmm. School of Rock, the movie, and John Lithgow in anything. Yeah, so we just, our hearts were so full. It was great. It. Yeah. Yeah. That's wonderful. And what'd you do? Um, I sat at home on the phone with a bottle of champagne, watched a Queen Latifah movie, and queued up... I'll start by Smash Mouth so that Hey Now happened right at midnight. You live a full life. Yep. Yeah. Were you crockpotting? Were you pressure cooking? Because that's new. Is that new since we last spoke? Uh, discovering the pressure cooker part of my quote unquote slow cooker? Um, don't know if we've talked about that yet. I got a pressure cooker. I thought it was just a slow cooker. I've been making ribs once a week. In under an hour. He got the bells and whistles on Black Friday. Yeah, it was like 40 bucks. Um, I'm obsessed with it. (laughs) He's like writhing, writhing. Um, I don't think I've done much else. It's been a slow first week um, of the year. and It has been a slow dip. Thank God. We're dipping our toes into the pool. Yeah, I'm enjoying every last second. Of it before everything happens. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of everything happening, there's something very important happening on the 29th of January. I know somebody who would love to tell us all about it. And his <laughs> oh, and name, look who's coming through the door. His if name. I <laughs> you should stay. Should stay. Heaven's <laughs> with Kirkwood, everyone. Only be in my way. Come on, that's how you come into the podcast, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's how you come into the room. <laughs> into the room. Goosebumps are popping. Indeed, in the room. So good to be here, you guys. Thank you for being here. Happy oh, 2018. 
Happy 2018. Our listeners have heard your name a lot. Um, Our our dear friend and yours, Natalie Joy Johnson, Ah! frequent correspondent. (laughs) Applause, applause sound, applause sound. Whose dressing room we are in? Yeah, not sure that she knows that, but she'll find out. No, but you know, I'm the second tenant in this dressing room. Yeah, come on. She she asked for a chair so that I could hang out in here with her. Yeah, so you know. It's, you know, she's very generous. Right, Natalie? I love you. Just, she's a giver, that one. That's right. And, and after 17 years of friendship, you know, the well, least she could do is let me use her, <laughs> her dressing room. Well, I mean, the least. She always like, talks about the fact that she it. gets to rap to your ass that's on right. Broadway eight times a week. That's right, and man. And that that's just... The what, cherry on top. That's what best friends do is wrap to each other's ass. That's what friends are for. Come on. You did your research. You know we did, her and I just sang that at a concert at, <laughs> at the Pierre I do. Hotel. I don't know who was giving more leg that night. <laughs> you or Natalie. I'm going to give it to Natalie because I even had to text her later. I was like, damn, lady, look at that leg. It's ferocious. It coming out of the thigh meat. Yes. Thigh meat. That was a two-piece and a biscuit. Yes. Sop it up. She's got uh, a leg for days. Yeah. yeah. And and knows how to use it. So. Yeah. Love you, Natalie. I do, too. Hope she said good things about me. I mean, you'll have to listen to find out. <laughs> Subscribe. <laughs> done and done. We are 14 <laughs> episodes in. I think this is our Is this 14. number 14? Yeah. God, yeah. good for us. That is amazing. Uh, applause, please. Applause. What are you doing January 29th at Joe's Pub? January 29th at Joe's Pub. I'm making my New York City triumphant return with a show that I created called Classic Whitney Alive. That's yes, right. Yes, I've <laughs> seen it. I have too. Oh, I love you. It's well, so good. You. When you were at you. the cutting room. It's the cutting transformative. Room. Yes. You are sweet. Listen, we've been very lucky. I actually, when I created it, I, two years ago, almost two and a half years ago, um, I just thought it would be a one-off concert. Sure. You know? It was like, you know, I'm in Kinky Poots on Broadway, which is a wonderfully fulfilling and, and fun job, you know? But, you know, after a few years, you want to... I'm an artist, and I wanted to create something and do something else, and I thought, well, this would be a fun tribute concert that I've had in my head for a while. And Natalie Joy Johnson, actually, was the one who was like, just do it. What are you waiting for? And um, I, I was expecting it to be a one-night thing, and people responded so well to it and lovingly to it and really um, understood what I was trying to do as far as a tribute and saw how loving it was and how genuine it, it was. And um, people keep coming back, and it's been an awesome experience. And it's this is wonderful. the fourth time you'll do it in New York, or I fifth? I think it's the fifth in New York City, and then I've and then done, done it, it on boats. On boats with Atlantis <laughs> cruises, sailing around the Mediterranean, and we just we just did a Amsterdam to Barcelona cruise yes. this past September, which was amazing. Um, my I also, airplane Facebook Live was my... <laughs> <laughs> that was Kevin is fun. the master of Facebook Live. He really is. <laughs> you better join that shit when it goes up. Listen, look me up. I, I do go through periods of getting obsessed with the Facebook Live. <laughs> My other favorite is when you and all the angels are in the dressing room yes. and playing with the jelly bean game where it either tastes delicious or like a gym sock. Yes, <laughs> yes. Is it bean boozled, I think it's called? Is that what it's called? <laughs> I never found out. Yes, yes. It just, I think we were together and we were both watching it on our phones in the same room. Yeah. 
and ju- we couldn't pay attention to anything else. It was, I was laughing so hard. The suspense alone. Oh, I had never heard of such a thing because, you know, where I'm from, it's like, you don't get into, let's play a game where something you eat might taste nasty. Sure. You know? It's like, okay. That's a that's waste actually, of my life. That's a waste of my calories for the day. Sure. But um, yeah, no, good times. We have good times together um, in the cast and in this building. So excellent. It's fun to share that on live sometimes. You know? Are there still tickets available for January 29th? There are still tickets available. Tickets are selling, um, and we generally tend to do really well. So I don't like for people to get left out. So I always say get your tickets early. And uh, you can go to joespub.org, I believe. But Google Joe's Pub. It's Google. I'm, I should be better. I mean, I could just figure it out right now. But hey, we're on a podcast. You can Google it. Jose. You can go down to 425 Lafayette. Exactly. Please, please. If 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 you're a fan of Whitney Houston at all or any of her music, I swear you will not be disappointed. Truly. What we do at the con- con- conceit behind the show is that for one night only, Whitney Houston has come down from the choir of heaven and inhabits my body. Uh, yes, I'm a tall, skinny black guy, in case you <laughs> were wondering. <laughs> and she inhabits my body to do um, a retrospective concert of some of her iconic live performances. So we take live concert arrangements that she did um, from YouTube videos, basically. And my amazing musical director, Drew Wutke, took yes. these arrangements, uh, YouTube videos, and um, charted them all, background singers and all. And we do them beat for beat, riff for riff, um, and it really, uh, it really turns out to be a, a pretty fun, spectacular, loving tribute. And I'm just glad that people have responded to it. Yes. I'm so happy for you. I'm so happy that you're still doing it. I'm so happy that people are still showing up uh, in droves. You can in, say droves. That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> I think of it. Forgot it. Um, and Whitney's camp loves you. I mean, yeah, yeah, her you've people. gotten the green you light. You've sat in her bathroom? Yes, actually. Yes, as a matter of fact. I, I have a picture of myself, excuse me, sitting at her vanity, bathroom vanity, dressed as her, in this, with pic, facing pictures where she got her wedding veil put on. Um, because the owners, the current owners of the estate, uh, I'm not of the estate, of the mansion, the Jersey estate, not the, mm-hmm. the financial estate. The Whitney estate. estate. Correct. Um, they came to see my show. Wow. Because they're friends with a good friend of mine, Pam Mincy, who I love. Hi, Pam. Hi, Pam. Um, she's going to watch, I'm sure, or listen, I'm sure. Yes, Pam. Um, she's a huge Whitney Houston fan, so she came to one of my first few shows, and then she befriended me afterwards. She took me on a tour to see of New Jersey um, Whitney Houston landmarks, like her elementary school, her house that she grew up in, um, her church. I sat in the pews where she sang, first sang and where she had mm-hmm. her funeral and just took in the moment. Um, we even uh, went to her grave and I got to pay my respects. Um, and so Pam and I have become really great friends. And Pam, it turns out, happened to be friends with the current owners of the New Jersey mansion, who have taken pains to restore it. Mm-hmm. They've restored the huge pool with her initials on the bottom of it. Um, every her the the room, her recording studio, the things outside of the recording studio. It's um, they've really done a wonderful job and a really respectful job um, of keeping the place sacred. But they do have a Halloween party every year, and they invited me to come and perform. 
Were you dead? Dead? I'm not... When you got that phone call, did you just sit down in the middle of the street and weep? Listen, just tears of joy. and, And really, it was one of those moments where you feel like, okay, maybe I'm doing something right. You know, it's sure. ballsy, it's gutsy, of course, to do something like this. Um, I didn't, I never wanted to, it to seem like I was trying to exploit her legacy or memory either. So to have things like that happen, you know, sort of helps you feel like maybe you are doing something sure. that is okay in, in the universe, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it was just amazing. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. And I mean, I stood in her, her vocal booth. And so those balls could talk. Honey, honey. Just, I mean, if, the, if I could just, just all the notes that see, she simultaneously ever sang in there could just happen at once. Like, can you imagine with that? I mean, the things that she recorded one moment in time in that booth. And, I mean, lots of, the Star Spangled Banner, I believe. Um, I started singing I Will Always Love You. And was crying, and I came out of the booth, and my friends were like, "Oh my gosh, how 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 are you? Are you okay?" And I, how was how did that feel? I was like, "It was through tears." I'm like, "It was fucking amazing. That felt amazing." And the, through the party, they had a sound system where they were piping music throughout the house, mm-hmm. and literally five seconds later, after I'm like, "It was amazing. It was amazing." If I should like the very song that I just finished singing. Uh, now, granted, we're in Whitney Houston Mansion. Right, of right, course, right. they're going to play that song. Right. However, at some points throughout the night, but timing—you just can't can't take those kinds of things for granted. Yeah. Anyway, so I, so then I performed as Whitney. I, I respond. So um, the family wasn't sure, um, actually. Uh, how they were going to feel about seeing me perform as Whitney yet because it was still you know, sooner. And um, I didn't want to be respectful. The host didn't want to be respectful because the, the family was their guests. So they warned them that I would be, you know, this guy, we've seen his show, it's amazing. He does a Whitney, he's going to sure. perform. And the family said, we'll come after. They weren't. So, yes, so we were going to be respectful. I sure. did. It was going to do two sets. The first as Whitney, and then I changed into a costume when they were on their way to be respectful. And I changed into a Halloween costume that was Grace Jones. Um, yes. You do a great Grace Jones. Honey, I cut a flat top wig up, no. a dark lip, a corset, and just some tr- black trunks, fishnets, and um, knee-high black boots with a cape, with a hood, and the black sunglasses. Yes. We laugh. We laugh. We laugh. <laughs> you know, we had to represent Grace Jones. She's an icon. Um, so I prefer the sorry, the long story, I know. The second set, um, Whitney's family had come and um, before I performed, and we met and, and they were they introduced us. This is the guy who does the show. Oh, she's like, oh, nice to meet you, blah, 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 blah. I'm telling her, I immediately start gushing. What Whitney meant to me, oh my gosh, she meant this, and da-da-da-da-da, and her music, and da-da-da-da-da, and what she was able to, the boundaries she was able to break, and you know, just you sure. know, totally standing. On Whitney yeah, to yeah. her sister-in-law, um, who is just very sweet, and um, and then at one point um, she says, "So what are you doing now?" And I said, "Oh, right now I'm I'm doing Kinky Boots on Broadway," and she got this look on her face, like like everything changed a little bit. Sure. And she said, "Oh, oh, you're oh you're successful," <laughs> and and I had this moment of oh 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 you oh. thought I was just a crazy that like had this show. <laughs> 
<laughs> and somebody invited me to do it. You're like, well, yeah, we're going to come after that. Well, Wait, that's valid. <laughs> that's valid. That's what I'm saying. That's, I, that's what I realized. That is valid. I realized, yeah. oh, wait, wait, wait. This is Whitney Houston. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Of course, there are no shortage of crazy fans. Drag queens. Drag queens who, quote, unquote, do her. Sure. You know, and, and They've I, seen enough. You know what I mean? So that's when I realized, oh, 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 right, 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 right. Okay, right. Um, oh, that's hilarious. Got it. Um, but then, so then we were very sweet, and I was like, yes, you know. Um, she was like, oh, well, I'd really love to hear you sing then. And are you going to sing again? I said, yes, I'm going to do another set. She was like, oh, let's do it now. So we did <laughs> it, and, and we did the second set. And then at the, um, I did three songs, and the last song was with the Fandros's A House Is Not a Home. And then um, one of the family friends said, do uh, Whitney's version of And I Am Telling You I'm Not Going which I had just done in the last concert as a part of the Porgy, I Love You Porgy medley. Uh-huh. And Drew, who's my amazing musical director, was on the piano, on Whitney's white piano, by the way, ah! and just started playing it. And I let, I tried to let ha- everything in me let yeah. have. And they were apparently, they were like, oh, you can really sing? And oh, wow, we want to come sing you in Kinky Boots, and we have to see Classic Whitney. So I had them as my guest a month later at Kinky Boots. And... Uh, again, another one of those moments where you feel like if this is if this is happening, if this is what's happening in the moment, you feel like you're doing something right. Sure. Mm-hmm. And um, and that there is a sort of blessing in the universe. And you know, as cheesy as it may sound, like almost from Whitney herself, you know, that she gets the love that I'm trying to put out and how I'm trying to keep her help keep her memory alive. We have some Whitney trivia for you. Oh, okay. You're going to test that. Oh, yeah. oh my uh, goodness. It's yeah. multiple choice. Oh, you're Don't worry. Funny where your mouth is. Well, I did not get these questions beforehand. Uh-uh. Kevin Smith Kirkwood. We are about to play Whitney Houston trivia. The first, <laughs> the first question is, what is Sissy Houston's real name? Is it Bertha, Margaret, Daffy, or Emily? I believe it's Emily. Gang (laughs) 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 Who is Whitney's godmother? Is it Elton John, Cloris Leachman, Darlene Love, or Jennifer Lewis? (laughs) (laughs) I love you, Jennifer. (laughs) Yes. It is often rumored to have been Aretha Franklin, but that is not right. It is Darling Love, right? Gaga! Yes! What was Whitney's first solo performance in church? Guide me, O thou great Jehovah. I'm a little teapot. Hi, God, it's me, Whitney. Or here is the door, here is the steeple. Open the doors and see all the people. Can you read them again? I can. I'm joking. I <laughs> no, read them again. Okay. No <laughs> Guide me, oh thou great Jehovah. I'm a little teapot. Hi, God, it's me, Whitney. Here's the door, here's the steeple. Open the doors and see all the people. Mm-mm. Nope. That's your friend. <laughs> so stupid. I'm going to go with... Guide me, oh thou great Jehovah. Feed me till I 
key and a little, you know, whatever. Yeah. Not warmed up quite, but she sang that on Arsenio Hall um, in the interview, and she told that story. Um, but there's no video of that. There's f- video of her singing another song, which title I don't know early on. She's anyway. swaying a little bit in that video. Oh, my God. I was so off-key in there. <laughs> don't used, judge that singing. They used to play it on the, the behind the music. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hair pulled back. Yep, yep, yep. What was she... Have a little talk with Jesus. Yep, it's it's have a little talk with Jesus. Yes. Yes. Have a little talk. <laughs> I'm warming up now. Yes. You have that Monday show. That's right. In 1978, at age 15, Houston sang background vocals for who? Barry Manilow and Bette Midler, George and Ivor Gershwin, Patti Lapone and Mandy Patinkin, or Shot. <laughs> Or Shaka Khan and Lou Rawls. <laughs> I love that you think these are so funny. <laughs> that would be Shaka Khan. Yes! Mm-hmm. Tell me something weird. In the early 1980s, Whitney started working as a fashion model after a photographer saw her at a witch famed venue where she was singing with her mother. Is it the Al Hirschfeld Theater? <laughs> Carnegie Hall, Joe's Pub, or Madison Square Garden? Wait, really? Say those again? The Al Hirschfeld Theater, Carnegie Hall, Joe's Pub, or Madison Square Garden? Where she, He saw her with her mother? Yeah. None of those sound right, honestly. That's what I said. I mean, because listen, she used to do, her mom used to perform at Sweetwater's, um, which is this club. And I know that's where, I think that's where Clive Davis first saw her in uh, singing with her mother's act. Um, But I know her mom also and her sang at Town Hall in concerts. Um, I don't even know if Joe's Pub was (laughs) a thing back then. What were the other choices? The Al Hirschfeld Theater? I mean, <laughs> Carnegie Hall and Madison Square Garden. And I don't think Singing with her mother? Yes. I'm going to go with Carnegie Hall, I guess. You are so right. Yeah! Really? We need to fact check wow. these. I mean, this is from a website. Okay, listen. So, some of those websites are wrong. That's that's true sometimes. You know, they said that mother was born in Patterson, New Jersey, and that's nope. wrong. <laughs> what soft drink commercial did Whitney appear in? Pomple Moose LaCroix, Diet Dr. Pepper, Canada Dry, or Clearly Canadian. Just for the taste of it, Diet Coke. <laughs> you remember that? Just for the satisfaction, just for the art, just for the taste of it. Uh, no? No? It's Wait, Diet no. Coke. Okay, this... This particular website said Canada Dry. Are you kidding me? <laughs> we can Google that. We can Google I trust that. Kevin this so much more than I just sang the commercial for you. <laughs> yeah, he and didn't I make think that she up. did a few. He didn't you, make that up on let, the spot. Let me pull that up Maybe on YouTube. Canada Dry. <laughs> <laughs> this website. <laughs> this website. Where is this website? Do we even need to say it? Can no. You, can you give me like eight bars of Whitney Houston's Canada Dry commercial? No. And if it, no. You, 
You, she also, I can give you, um, wait, what, what? Her AT&T commercial. I know what you're feeling, though we're far apart. I hear you in my heart. You know the way. Just let me hear loud and clear. It's the real you coming through your true voice. Yes, the true voice campaign. You remember that? I do. Come on. <laughs> I've never been more turned on in my life. <laughs> uh, now I'm gonna type in Whitney Houston Canada, Canada Dry, Dry commercial. <laughs> See if I could have missed something. Listen, you know my research team. Rhonda is funky. <laughs> Rhonda, oh Rhonda goodness. really did a number. Is that what I have two more questions. I have two more questions. These are doozies. Which of these actors had the hots for Miss Houston in the late '80s? Robert De Niro, Al Pacino. Paul Sorvino, Denzel Washington. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even mean for those first three to rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like several of them probably did. I feel like, though, Al Pacino... Wait, one Al Pacino or Robert De Niro, who I always get mixed up. Is that horrible? No. <laughs> no one of them fine. likes and dates and is married to black women. And I think that is... Robert De Niro. Is it right? You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, deductive reasoning. Yes. <laughs> Aren't you afraid you won that by default? Yes. Listen, I was good on tests. Listen. Oh. I have one. I have one more. I have one more. <laughs> Whitney's favorite actress was blank, and her favorite cereal was the sugary sweet blank blank. Here we go. Shirley MacLaine, Captain Crunch. Meryl Streep, Golden Grams. <laughs> Jessica Lange, Fruity Pebbles. Cicely Tyson, Apple Jacks. <laughs> Why is Cicely going to be Apple Jacks? Why is Cicely? Oh my god. Oh my god, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> Shirley MacLaine, Captain Crunch. Meryl Streep, Golden Grams. Jessica Lang, Fruity Pebbles. <laughs> Cicely Tyson, Apple Jacks. Oh my goodness. You know what? I'm literally going to just guess on this. And also because I think it's the most hilarious answer. Cicely Tyson, Apple Jacks. <laughs> no. No. It's not right, but it's okay. It's, is it the Graham Cracker one? Or Graham... Golden Grams. It is Jessica Lang and Fruity Pebbles. Really? Yep. Wow. Ooh, interesting. Ooh. I wonder what what Thank work she playing. was thinking. About. Thank you. So Thank much. you for that game. I mean, <laughs> speaking of Meryl Streep and things that are golden, the Golden Globes were last night. Oh, okay. They sure were. They were. Did you catch them? You know, no, we had a show, and then uh, you we had an evening a, show. Or, no, you just no, we had a, a matinee, but we were done at five thirty, and then we had a cast party because That's Stark, Sands, right. and Billy Porter's last show was last you night. Have some debuts happening tonight. So, to literally, yes, Jake Shears is happening tonight, and Jay Harrison Gee is back as Lola. Um, right. So we are, yeah, we were in flux. I got home. 
I think just before the Oprah speech, mm-hmm. and I turned on and wept as she gave that speech. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it was, was amazing. Strange. It was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So Jake Shears of The Scissor Sists yes. is joining tonight. That's a big deal. It is a big Having deal. Having all these rock stars come in. You know what? Yeah. We've been so lucky that way. We've been so lucky with between Wayne Brady and Todd uh, Todrick Hall and uh, Brent, um, Brendan Urie, mm-hmm. who, I mean, rock star status. The stage I remember that door stage door. Mobbed every single show. Even after he announced that he it was too much, he couldn't, they were being too unruly, so he wasn't even going to come out and sign anymore, they still showed up. Swarmed into the street. And they and they came and saw the show and they loved it and so it's kept us alive and we're just really grateful That's for that. That's great. But yeah, Jake is so sweet. Um, we've been in rehearsals with him. He's so excited to be here. Which you know. That's so exciting. That is. There's going to be a really good vibe tonight. Yeah. It's going to be a good house. I think so. It's great for cast morale. And, sure, it uh, changes it up. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're an original company member. You've been doing this since the workshops. Yes. Workshops, readings. Chicago previews. Literally. Opening. Literally. In all five years thereafter. Yeah. We're, we're, it, we're in uh, March and April, we'll celebrate our official five year anniversary. So we're in the fifth year now. Um, and then, yeah, six years if you count the workshop in Chicago. Who else is still in the company? You, Jen Perry, Kyle Post. Actually, there, there, there are probably, I think, 13 to 15 of us, actually. It, the Angels, um, myself and Kyle Post, who have been mm-hmm. here, um, also uh, swing dance captain Nathan Peck. Yes. Um, and then um, and Joey Taranto's back. Joey Taranto's back. He was out. He was away for two years, I believe. Um, and um, Charlie Sutton is also That's back. Right. So there are now four original Angels on stage every night, which is great. And then factory members, there are several factory members. Sure. Jim Perry, Adina Alexander, um, Danny Sherman, uh-huh. um, Eugene, you know, um, who plays Simon Senior. Um, yeah, lots of lots of us. It's a it, it, everybody's really lucky and grateful, and uh, we love telling this story. And I think especially now in these times, people are coming back to our show because it's a bright spot. It's a, you know, sweet, positive message. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think it's all working in our favor. But, yeah, come see Jake Shears and Kristen Maldonado from Pentatonix. I always want to say Pitch Perfect because, Ooh. obviously. Also, perfect. like, Pentatonix is hard to say. We were we talking have, about Golden we, Globes. You were. Oprah had a Oprah. speech and a half. We have to talk about something. Everyone wore black. I was into it. Because, honey, the time it. is up. Then, then, then there's been talk after that, because a lot of the women use their speeches to, you know, highlight the Me Too movement. Yes. That no men did. Did you notice that? I didn't even notice that. Well, obviously, no, I didn't like see it, most of it. It's so spread out. Like, you're not thinking about what the last person said by the time the next person's speaking. But when you have a minute to think about it and go through everybody's speech back to back... Yeah, you're going to notice that shit. Apparently not one man. That's 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 really telling sure. about about the culture of the business, you sure. know. But and and the men need to start listening to them. Mm-hmm. You know, and taking it seriously and you know, but there's I don't mean to get too, you know, 
political or, or, or social here, but you know, sometimes there's that thing that when you're privileged to take something away or to equal the playing field just it feels like discrimination. Do you know what I mean? And there's there's a men have to realize and have to acknowledge that we have a privilege that we don't always acknowledge and admit to mm -hmm. and admit, you know, contributes to our lives and our success and our being. And frankly, don't like to admit that we like it and don't want to give it up. There we go. You know what I mean? Sure. That's a really hard, um, I think, a really hard thing to think about and swallow for, for men, I think. Myself included, because even though I'm, a, I'm black and gay, I, you know, and I have those challenges, but I still realize, you know, the privilege that comes with being a man, you know, in our society. And so, I don't know, I just think it's a little sad that, no, you know, not one, you know, man in the mm -hmm. business was able to jump on and take that moment and like sort of support it you know what I mean or even and not I don't even think it was a, a purposeful thing but it's telling that it, it wasn't even on the forefront of anyone's mind to do you know what I mean even and after hearing it online they're, they're not the ones fighting for it so they're exactly. yeah. they're not the ones on the front line correct like oh the girls can do their thing we'll wear a pin and listen, frankly, a lot of them may be thinking, like, when are they going to come for me? Or let me just keep my head down so that, oh, yeah. You know? You know? Oh, yeah. Especially yeah. all these men, you know, with power and position and money. Like, we're, we're just seeing and it's just being proven that that's kind of been the norm behavior for a lot of men. And anyway. Times is hard. <laughs> Times is hard. It looks like there's a Canada Drive. Pull it up. Pull wait, it up. wait, please. Wait, well, Diet before the rocks. Whitney Houston in a Canada Drive. Wait a minute. Speaker that way. We can. Wait, oh yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm editing this tonight. I wasn't ready for that. Oh my song. god! <laughs> Are you ready to move? It's Canada Dry! Okay, that looked like Golden Girls opening the theme song. It did! <laughs> what the hell was that? I've never seen that. <laughs> Who are the other two? I have no idea! <laughs> we need to Google them because yeah. I gotta they're telling that story. Genius. I'm sorry, website, whatever you are, that I never doubted you. <laughs> that's oh incredible. my goodness, that's hilarious. I don't want a Canada Dry. Right, no, no, I'm in the mood. Yeah. I drink a lot of Canada Dry. I'm so I love a ginger ale. Yes. I like ginger ale when I'm sick. If I'm not sick and drinking ginger ale, it tastes wrong. Why? So I think it has to do with like when you have a cold and your taste buds like are different and everything just That's tastes like different because your nose is affected. Okay. I think I like the taste of it better with less taste buds. Alright. Or something. I'm, I'm not a soda drinker so it's really the only sort of fizzy drink. Yeah. That yeah, I yeah, yeah. yeah. And it helps me burp and like get into my costume. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is fit. 
Boo. Mm-hmm. By trying to keep it tight, trying to keep it right. Do you but, do that uh, fiber therapy? The what? Five metanusal. <laughs> fiber. <laughs> keep it regular. I'm, I'm, Monday I'm, nights. I'm fiber therapy. Right. It's <laughs> <laughs> a new show. Um, no, I'm I'm pretty lucky. I, I I'm actually I say pretty regular. In case you needed to know that, viewers. Um, but but doing the show a lot, like you know, because we're we're really like singing our faces off and moving in in heels, um, keeps me. And then I run a few times a week. Um, I I stopped lifting weights a few years ago, actually right before Whitney, because you know. We want we want to be svelte. We want to be we, we be slim, and it also is the look for kinky boots, you know. Um, but yeah, we try to we try to watch. Must it be the job every, that keeps you out of the gym? That's right. Listen, I'll take it, especially since anyway, since I like to eat my Fritos. Yeah, <laughs> Frito break. This episode is brought to you by Frito Lay. Listen, I will not fake the front on some Fritos. Okay. Got it. Um, I have a round of Spitfire questions for you. Okay. There's 20 questions. And answer as quick as you can. Are you ready? Um, Favorite Broadway show? Rent. Last thing you ate? (laughs) Fritos! And Gatorade. (laughs) What do you wish the last thing you ate was? Oh, uh, surf and turf. Give me your best four bars of Gypsy. (laughs) Some people can get it Okay, but um, people, that's not. Uh, no, wait, that's not my first. That's not my best, actually. Um, because I play Tulsa, I can sing that anyway. Wow, <laughs> that was great with alternate lyrics. <laughs> Lacusa or Lippa? Lacusa. Heels or flats? Heels. Who was your fourth grade teacher? Oh my God, Mrs. Jones. How many years have you lived in New York? Over twenty. <laughs> Who's your celebrity crush? Nick Jonas. Who would you love to work with? Oh my god, so many people. Um, fuck. Uh, Lily is white? Who do you never want to work with? <laughs> Plead the fifth. Great. Betty Davis or Joan Crawford? <sighs> Joan Crawford. What's your Hooters order? Oh! A, p- a pound of uh, crab legs, snow crab legs, um, Wings, 20, because I'm going to split them with somebody, hopefully. Three Mile Island and uh, Daytona Beach style. Um, Tater tots, uh, plain, and uh, a pitcher of sangria. Add a girl. Favorite cereal? Ooh, Cap'n Crunch Berries. You're in a crisis. Who do you call first, Annalise Keating or Olivia Pope? (laughs) Olivia Pope. Um... Your mom or your boss gets their hands on your camera roll. Which is the lesser of two evils? Oh, my mom. She's cool. Uptown or downtown? Uptown. Red, white, or rosé? White. Um, do you know what the most beautiful thing in the world is, Kevin? <laughs> <laughs> A ticket to classic Whitney Alive on January 29th. <laughs> You're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Which I, the last movie I saw, uh, movies I saw were um, Patty Cakes. Mm-hmm. Yes, love, love. So weird, so tender. 
yeah. so inspired. Uh, took it. me by surprise. Yeah. Took me by surprise. Totally roped me in from the beginning. Um, um, Warren is, uh, is in that, a good friend yes. of mine. Um, and so I watched it, you know, to support him. And the uh, he told me that this girl was an Australian who had never rapped before, the lead. Uh-huh. And she was phenomenal. She had the Jersey accent down. She rapped like she had been born, she spitting rhymes. It was incredible. Um, I love those stories. And uh, what's her face? Bridget Everett was great in it. Um, sings her face off. Um, yeah. See see it. Patty Cakes. You can get it Get it online. Um, yeah, so second I, I Second that. I second that. You know. I second. <laughs> Um, are you a SAG member? Have you been getting those screeners in the mail? Uh, you know what? I haven't gotten my screeners. Some of my favorites so far have been uh, I, Tanya, uh, Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. I have mm-hmm. to see that. Is, I, have I have it. Oh, you do? I do. Great. It's a film. It's not a movie. It's a film. It's so good. Um, and what was the other one I really liked? I don't remember. The end. I've heard great things about I, Tanya, though. I, I remember it. It's... Oh, it's so good. And it completely... I mean, it's the version of the story that I've always believed. Really? Yeah. I liked it because it surprised me because we were all meant to believe that she had something to do with it and she's trash and blah, blah, blah. I never thought she did. So that's why I liked it, because it was a surprising movie to me. The media can, is very powerful. Hello. Hello. And, 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 and we were talking about it the other day. Again, I haven't seen it, but some of the angels were saying that it's fascinating because there's no footage of it happening, yeah. really. Yeah. Of it happening, there's aftermath right. footage, but there were people who didn't have cell phones to just pull out their you was, know, sure. cell phones and get footage. Um, but I really want to see it. Yeah. I've heard it's, it's pretty good. Yeah, really great performances. It's so fun. Allison Jenny came out with that fucking parrot last night. And she spoke about the media and her speech and how, you know, we were all meant to believe something else. Yeah. And doing this movie really opened her eyes about that, and I thought how that was cool. How old were you? I was, I was young, but it was that and OJ kind of happened back right. to back, and those like are the first news stories I re- remember vaguely, like, as an actual first-hand mm-hmm. experience of it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think it was early 94. I was in fourth grade. I was five. You were in kindergarten. Yeah. You yeah. had, had an effect on all of us. That it did. Maybe that's why I remember it so much. I didn't have to go to school yet. I was watching the news all day. You were riveted. <laughs> I was watching it, stories in the afternoon. I was about to say stories. I had my what stories channel, at three. What channel did you, were your stories? Were you in ABC? General Hospital. Oh, Yeah. I was a loving general, uh, loving all my children wanted to live. General Hospital, I would kind of go in and out of. But my stepmom watched them, so she got me hooked when mm. I was like nine years old. God bless General Hospital. I, it took me a really long time to realize that General Hospital wasn't a real hospital. <laughs> so whenever I would get <laughs> sick or something, mom's like, I think we have to go to the doctor. I'd be like, can we go to General Hospital? <laughs> I don't want to go to Los Robles. Yeah. Los, Robles? Los Robles? That was the name of my hospital, Los Robles. I think it means the trees. Okay, that makes <laughs> sense. Is a robo a tree? Creative. Who speaks Spanish? Not me. No say. 
Not I know a song about a duck who doesn't uh-huh. or can't swim. But enough about me. Let's talk about you. What do you think of me? <laughs> we like to ask all of our guests, what was your first impression of both of us? <laughs> he thinks we're funnier than any other person. <laughs> yeah. You, I mean... Well, Bye. yes, I literally love you both. Um, my first impression of you both. Wow, that's a really great question. Isn't it the meanest? I mean, it's a, <laughs> <laughs> um, but listen, who's gonna who has who has crazier bad things to say about the two of you? I mean, come on, I'll give you a list. I'm gonna I'll send um, you a spreadsheet. No, I mean, you both listen, it it. It didn't surprise me one bit when I heard and when you guys told me that you guys had connected. When you heard the news. You know what I mean? <laughs> I heard when the you news, got our announcement. You know? Um, and that you were on, on board to do this. Um, because you're both so fucking smart, fun, creative, um, sort of you both have a way of getting people, just making people comfortable um, and, and easy. I mean, I think one of the first times we actually hung out mm-hmm. was probably at, was it at Brian Nash's? Like a Halloween part or a holiday party or a New Year's party. And now who's there? Jenna Lee Green was there. His um, birthday. His birthday. Um, Nathan Lee Graham was there randomly. Tanya Pinkins was Tanya there. Pinkins that was a was good there. night. It was a good night. And we were like drinking wine at the bed. Do we play, that, do like, we play um, uh, with the cards? Cards Against Humanity? I think or so. Or Apples to Apples or something? Yeah, yeah. Um, I learn a lot about a person. I mean, those literally. Games. Literally. Um, and then obviously I met you through Natalie Joy Johnson. And, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I was saying, like, I was wait, say, did you like, before you, that? You no. probably met him way a long time ago. Um, certainly. It was a few years. Before you. Yeah. I think it was, like, two or three years ago. It was ago. a few years. Because yeah. we um, also did Thanksgiving together at Natalie's. That's right. But we had, we had already met. Yes, that was... That, that was after we that people. party. Yeah. Because um, we became people right after that party. Yeah. Like, I, I sure think I we connected. And, um... Yeah. We became people. Um... <laughs> we became, you know, listen. Got the luckiest people. Yes. Or Natalie likes to say, the peepliest people <laughs> in the world. She literally sings the that. The peepliest. Yeah. Um, which is how I met you. Listen, she's a bringer togetherer. She is the glue that holds us yeah. all um, together. And just, you know, and I thought, you know, I, you can ask Natalie how much I. Immediately was like, I love her, I love her, I love her. Um, gorgeous, confident, strong, hilarious. And every every single time, like whether it was at a Natalie show or you know out hanging, you know, I just love to hang out with you. We, I feel like we hung out at did you came to uh, an uh, an open bar sort of uh, at a hotel. Sounds with right. a kinky cast. It was a winter it situation. Was, it was a Valentine's Day. Was it Valentine's it was. Day? It was. We spent a Valentine's night <laughs> That's together. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Cheers. Yes. Cheers and cheers. All the memories. 
Um, but yeah, you guys, please, nailing it is what is what I think. Like like I said, creative, fun, smart, um, confident, um, just sort of magnetic personalities. Um, it, yeah. it didn't surprise me it's at all. Well, we asked that question friends. because it's so. I think it's so important. Yeah. And it's. Um, you know who your tribe is, I think, immediately. I think there's a vibe that we all kind of, the frequency we all kind of ride the wave on. Sure. And so the people that have been on this podcast have that same frequency. We're like, how did we meet? And they always know, and they always have a story, and they always have a feeling about it. Yeah. And I think that that's so special. Listen, people, it, we meet people every day. Yeah, you, you meet people every day, but then... Then you meet people sometimes and you have a heart connection is what I like to yeah. call it, mm-hmm. you know. And, I, you know, I think good people attract good people, you know. And you can connect with each other's hearts and spirit, you know. And that's what makes like good friendships work. And make business, a good impression. Yeah, oh, always, yeah. wow. I mean, I'm not friends with people who don't make good impressions. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> Maybe that's if you're not going to make a good one, make a big one. Well, what I always take from the answers to that question is, what's the first thing they say? Because that's the thing that they either remember the most or took notice of yeah. immediately, and that's what they hold on to that led them to the next part, to the next part, to the next part. And I I take note of that and use that either to my advantage or disadvantage. <laughs> but it's good to know me? if you know a bunch of people say, I remember you because you were crazy. I'd be like... Okay, so if I'm gonna walk into an audition room, I'm gonna be a little less crazy. Who that? Uh-huh. Unless that's what they Jen want. Perry. Um, Jen what Perry. What's happening in here? You're Jen live and in the room. Give us your best. Everybody, say yeah. Uh, like what? Singing? Say yeah. Say yeah. <laughs> Good job, Jen Perry. She's never had a problem projecting. Everybody, say yeah. Oh hey. yeah. How about that? <laughs> Wait, we're live? Oh, live. Shit. We're live. Podcast, welcome to the Jim microphone's Perry. under the hat. I'm the so one sorry to interrupt. The only, the like one hell you are. How are you, my love? <laughs> good, good. I just uh, saw you through the cracks. So we I'm already talked the crack about you. with Stephen and Dana. Oh, yes. We, we already talked Steve about you. was there the night we discussed. Our Jennifer it. Perry Awards. Yes. For, for sparkle. Look at that sparkle in her eye. Look, yeah. at that, look at that ambition. You know yours is on my wall. <laughs> I know. I have like a diner wall. I need to come over and see it. Yeah. But it's like you, that. it's Natalie, it's Kevin Thomas Garcia, and Joel Gray. It's fantastic. <laughs> I'm in good company. Yeah. I mean. Well, I love y'all. We love you. We love you, you too. Love you. And welcome back. I haven't seen you since you're back from the box. I know. Welcome. Thank you. She was starring in... The New World. The New World. A at musical at Bucks County Playhouse. Bucks County. Not to be confused with the songs from A New World. Totally no. different songs from a different new world. Totally different, but yet confusing. Confusing. All right. Bye, y'all. I love you. Bye. Love you, Mama. I love the one and only Jim Perry, ladies and gentlemen. She's the one you watch in Kinky Boots. Dana She's got has some great 14 Jen Perry tops. She's the real deal. Jen Perry, the, what I like to say about Jen Perry and Kinky Boots, she sets it up and knocks them down. Mm-hmm. Act one, she delivers these fucking punchlines like gangbusters. She, she has a face that can she can make a face and accent a line, and the whole audience is dying laughing. And then in act two, she comes in for the kill with yep. a gut punch and gives you that emotion and really just fucking socks it to him. 
and people don't expect it because they're just expecting her to be rubber face funny lady and then she gives you that emotion and lets them have it I'm telling you she gets one of the biggest cheers of the factory yeah. workers because you're rooting for her you already like her mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is she warming up who is that um, either that's Mia probably Mia or Mia's Holly. a very faithful warmer upper hi ho There are seven very well-known dwarves in history. If you were the eighth dwarf, what would your name be? <laughs> huh. We got a sleepy, a dopey. Sleepy, dopey, bashful. Grumpy. Grumpy. Doc. Doc. We we'll always forget Doc. Dopey. Dopey. Doc, dopey, sleepy, grumpy. Sneezy. Sneezy. I think I'd be... Sang Mia. I think I'd be sassy. Sassy. I think I'd be sassy. Sassy Houston. <laughs> also known as Emily. Also known as Emily, which that's I read so her weird. book. She's so known as Emily. No, that's well, why that's they why named her Sissy. So that's why they named her Sissy. Um, I read her book. Read her book. It's it's very interesting. When did she write it? Uh, two years ago, I believe. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's 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 interesting. That's all I'll say. I love their duet of. Um, I know him so well from chess. Yes, I performed him in it. Nally and I do it a bunch, actually. Yes, I love that duet. Um, and you know, Sissy makes an appearance in my show, folks. Yeah. Sissy Houston, so does Bobby Brown, so does her brother Gary Houston, Bet Sussman, her longtime uh, blonde piano playing sister. Um, and did I mention Bobby Brown? You did. I did. Bobby! 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 We don't do that in the show, though. Don't, uh, don't expect that. <laughs> but but Bobby's there and he's giving you a sexy dance and yes. um, I like that gold shirt. That's right, flowing in the wind. Mm. Open. Our Bobby's beautiful. Um, shout out to Jimmy Brooks. He's amazing. Yes, um, Jimmy Brooks. He's he's a great actor. He was just in Clockwork Orange off Broadway. Oh, actually. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Um, and we did some theater together back at the. Uh, I guess it was like oh eight at the Weathervane Theater, and then he was in my show Dial In for Negress off Broadway also. Um, but he's beautiful and such a sweetheart and so talented. So he's coming on board to play Bobby. And this is his first time. Um, the Gary, John Edward, J. Edward Lucas is an old friend from mine. From We met on Jesus Christ Superstar. He's going to be playing Gary. He's coming on board for the first time. And Lucrita Nicole. Lucrita Nicole um, from Disaster the Musical on Broadway. Loved. Yes. Loved. She is coming on board to play Sissy this time so some new cast members new costumes that's also what's fun about going back a second time to your show is usually because I mean that's what, there's a lot of people involved that are not Whitney yes and you know the schedules never line up twice yes so it's fun to play with a new sissy but obviously keep the Whitney exactly that, that's what you're coming for but you also get this treat of these new voices that you don't that you See, all the time. Heard. It is a different show with different people. Exactly. I mean, and, and listen, I'm it's lucky, so fun. lucky, lucky, lucky to have so many talented friends um, to call on and and uh, to be surrounded by. I mean, not just the the singers um, who are ridiculously talented, um, 
but also the band is crazy. It's a crazy, crazy, fierce band, and to hear them play these live arrangements, and and you know Whitney had the best band. Um, Come on, to hear these guys rock it is amazing. So yeah, no, I'm lucky. I'm lucky, and this is actually the third new cast um, over the two and a half years. Um, to come play with us and again that that people are willing to come support you and uh, be a part of your project is amazing would you say it's a concert or do you do someone write banter in the middle like how is it structured good question because I can't remember yeah I um, I consider it a concert but ultimately it's a theater piece because everything is scripted Mm-hmm. I've written, I've taken, I've poured over hours and hours of interviews, rare clips and interview clips, and I've watched hours and hours of concert footage. Mm-hmm. So, and I've taken between her in, uh, quotes from her interviews and banter from the concerts, I mixed the two of them together and uh, to sort of create this narrative that is supposed to read as just a concert experience of her just talking. So most of it is her words. And then I pepper in a few jokes here and there and some transition introduction stuff. But most of it is her words. And so it is very scripted. Um, So I I actually consider it a theatrical concert. Yeah, it's a show of a concert. It's a show and a show. You know, exactly. Which is why I don't, I don't, I'm not a Whitney Houston impersonator. I don't show up outside of my show and perform as Whitney. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I, I do Whitney. Good distinction to make. You know? Like, so it keeps it special. It's, 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 a, it's a theatrical experience. It's, it's yeah. that show, and that is it, and not... You know what I mean? Yeah, like, absolutely. absolutely. It's like Matt Midler doing Sophie Tucker. Yeah! <laughs> it's a theatrical piece. Exactly. It's like Matt Midler doing anything. Yeah. Absolutely. She knew how to put a show together. Did you see a Bette Midler moment? No. What do you mean? In, in Hello, Dolly? Oh, no. I know that you saw a Donna moment. I saw Donna, a Donna moment because it was our day off, and they, that was the day they offered us tickets. So yeah. um, I have not seen a Bette moment. Donna was great, though. Of course. Um, and Hello, Dolly was literally the first... Broadway musical I'd ever done or really? heard of. I'm, I'm from the hood of Toledo, Ohio, and I got a great scholarship to go to St. John's Jesuit, an all-boys white Jesuit Catholic school with shirt and tie, and they had an amazing theater program, and they found out I could sing, and they said, you should do the musicals. And I said, what's a musical? What's a Broadway musical? Hello, Dolly is the first musical. I auditioned, Hello. got into the chorus, and it was Hello, Dolly, Dolly. man. Duck walk and everything. I did yeah. the waiter's gallop, and I was smitten. Done. It was over. That's a fun fact about you. Yeah. Who would have guessed, right? So you, <laughs> you grew up singing Whitney. Yes. Right? Oh, yes. And in church. That's that's where we get it. Yes. That's where we get it. And, and first musical church. was Hello, Dolly. First musical I ever heard of was Hello, wow. Dolly. Like, I, I didn't know what Broadway was, you know. And you said that was middle school or high school? That was freshman year of high school. Freshman year of high school. God bless. We did talent shows and little skits in junior high. I was in the band um, since third grade. I played alto, alto and tenor saxophone. Do you me keep too, it me too. I haven't since I didn't college, know this about either of you. Yeah, marching band too. Come on. Hey. Marching titans, baby. What? We competed. We were ferocious. Yes. <laughs> Roll step. Not high knees. I told stuff. you. I've asked you if you played an <laughs> instrument. You're like, no. I would know that about you. And then I said, well, I play the tenor sax. I can play crickets. 
So I've told Come you. On, you tenor sax? Tenor sax Come and on. piano. Come on. Huh. That's how I learned to read music. I mean, I sang in church before that, but I learned to read music by playing saxophone. Can you sight sing? Mm-hmm. De- definitely. I mean, my major in college then was um, fine arts with a music concentration and an art history minor, and then I took an individualized minor um, to get my acting classes uh-huh. called... Um, That's interesting that there was a music studies. focus and not... like it just Was that just the way that uh, the school was set up? Or well, were you... Still, you still didn't know if that's what you wanted. No, I went to Fordham University, and uh, they had two campuses. The main campus was in the Bronx, and then the other campus was at Lincoln Center. Um, but in order, if you wanted to be a theater major, you had to live at Lincoln Center. Mm-hmm. I went to visit Fordham in Rose Hill in the Bronx as a senior in high school, um, and fell in love with the campus in the Bronx. And I was like, I want a real college uh-huh. campus experience. I'm gonna move to. Uh, Rose Hill, lived there freshman year because I don't have to decide what my major is yet. And then I'll just move sophomore year and change my major and make it theater and move down to Lincoln Center. Well, I fell in love with Rose Hill. I found out I could do more theater at Rose Hill. Plus, then I founded the Glee Club, uh, which is the acapella group that I, we helped found that had been dormant for 20 years. Wow. And I found a place there and I was like, wait, I don't, if I don't have to be a theater major, I can work this out some other way. I, love I had a music background, so I. Said, so, you know, I'm staying at Rose Hill. I'll be a fine arts major. You have to have a, either a music concentration or an art history concentration. And whatever the, uh, whichever one you don't choose is the other half of your major. So I had a music concentration. So a lot of music theory, music history, piano, that. ear training. Um, they just didn't have voice. But I was like, okay, that's fine. I'm a singer already. Mm-hmm. Um, so I took a lot of music classes and then art history. And then I said, well, I want to take acting classes at Lincoln Center. So I created, the, they let me create an individualized minor. Mm-hmm. And I called it Interactive Art Studies. So it encompassed <laughs> any just art. making your life. Correct. <laughs> Listen, baby, you make it, fake it till you make it. Um, but it encompassed, let me encompass any sort of arts-based thing that was interactive and obviously acting. <laughs> so yeah, boom. Yeah, I, I made it work. Um, and then I actually got to go and do a main stage production at Fordham Main Stage, which you're not technically allowed to do if you're not living down there and being a theater major. Because uh-huh. they didn't have a musical theater program. It was just yeah. straight theater. Um, which Denzel Washington came from, and it's an amazing program. Um, but I, I didn't know that about you. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I'm a talker. <laughs> I'm stunned. I am, I, I am shook. Yeah. Shake it, get shaken. Shooketh. Is <laughs> that Blair? Yes, it is. Hey, girl. Hi, who that? Come, come be in the room. You're in the room. Are we in? You're in the room with Stephen and Dana. And Kevin Smith Kirkwood. You're in the oh room in a goodness. fierce coat. I'm in the room. Give in us your room. best, yeah. Yeah! <laughs> yes. Monday night. This is Julia, hey. my roommate. Hey, Julia, your roommate. Hey, and new, and new cast vegan. member at Kinky Boots. <laughs> the vegan. I'm sad that I'm already known as that, but. Woo! What did I say? No lives are lived. No I didn't even know I said. Okay. Give us your best, yeah. What's my best, yeah? Everybody say, yeah. Yeah. Hot. <laughs> um, different levels. Yeah. This is great. What, oh, we're doing Whitney trivia. We did Whitney we trivia. We did Whitney trivia. Did you know that Whitney was in a Canada Drag commercial? 
never knew this. Needed this information. Yeah. I yeah. didn't know that, which <laughs> I disputed the facts. And so then I had to, to look it up. Yeah. Mm. Caught. It's real. Listen, before she was any any star, but yes. All right. Well, I can't wait to listen to this in a few weeks. When does it come out? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. <laughs> in a few hours. Okay, I love you guys. I love you. Enjoy. Bye, Blair. Thanks for stopping by. <laughs> um, this is my Kinky favorite place in the in house. house. <laughs> um, what, do we have anything else? Is it, you have to put a face on. Yeah. You yeah. gotta yeah, eat it. I, I need to glue some brows down. And, yeah. And get How some long does it take you? I, I can I can actually be pretty quick. I, I, I can do it in like 15, 20 minutes, really, if I'm rushing and then I just make it simple. I like to take like 35, 40 minutes mm-hmm. is what I like to do, to feel good. And you have a little bit of time if you're not ready right at curtain because you sing off stage for the opening and then you have a little chunk before you have to come out. and Exactly. And that's because we're not in the opening number. We sing backstage. Um, and then, yeah, we're in like... Uh, the first 15 minutes but that's included yeah. like you know when I say like if I start at like a quarter till places sure you know then you know come on in come on in welcome to the room wait are we you're in the room with Stephen and Dana oh my god give us your best yeah yeah Part of the new segment we call Everybody Say Yeah. Nice! (laughs) How are you? Happy New Year. Apparently we say the word yeah 87 times in that number. In that number. In that number. That one number. Alone. I think 87. Wasn't that what two? 87 or 89 maybe? 89. I think it's 89. Yeah, either way. It's, oh, I'm so mad about it. (laughs) In the one number. Yeah. Oh. But the message is so beautiful. It is. It is. You really got to drill. Nobody leaves the theater forgetting. Yeah. But everybody say yeah. Come on. Say yeah. Like... We heard you warming up. You sound lovely. Oh, sorry. You're in great I even voice. used my belt box. You have one? Of I was those? muffling. What's I found a belt box. Oh. Do, 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 do. You have you never notes. heard of the belt box? For the listeners. You, you, it's this apparatus, and you put it over your nose, and it apparently allows you to belt as loud as you want without disturbing it folks. It looks like, like a, a cup. Piece. <laughs> oh, my God. It's shaped like a penis and balls. It really is. But if you yeah. notice the difference it's between... It's velvet. <laughs> and... Oh. That's great. Wow. Now, wow. wait a minute. Does it you affect want to belt your... into it? Can they be our okay, first podcast sponsor? <laughs> Box? Box. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, why not? Try for it. And it! And it! What, really? It sounds like you're flagging your and Although it's weird because I can't take in as much air, though. Yeah. Like, you have to take the air in before you put it over. Yes. That's what And it! And it! Oh, okay. There we go. Wait. See if you breathe. Oh wow! Amazing. Does that, how much does that make a difference? Oh, huge, huge difference. You can do it on the train. Wow. Yeah. Or like if you're ever warming up the taxi Six cab or something. I'm into that. Yeah, belt box. Uh, well, thank you both for being here, and wow. Kevin, thank Flash. you for yeah. diving deep into the Whitney and you know spending your Monday pre-show with us. Now you have to actually work. Yes. We're not paid for this. And we couldn't even 
bring you champagne night. because you, you're busy. No, you could have. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's never I too busy. This is five years I in. Handle, this is five years in, exactly. I can handle it. The right. equity one. Okay. Um, it's all good. It's been a pleasure. One. You guys are so much fun. It's just as much fun as I imagined it would be. Um, fun surprises. And I just, I love you both. Thanks for having me. You're such a treat. Our room is your room. Such a treat. I love you so much. Really. Thank you for having me. Come come see uh, Kinky Boots. Jake Shears starts tonight. Um, Kristen Maldonado starts on February 7th, I believe is the date. And you know what? Please, please come see Classic Whitney Alive, January 29th, 9.30 p.m. at Joe's Pub at the Public Theater. You won't be disappointed. Get your tickets today. It's incredible. Um, You are every woman. (laughs) You really are. I'm every woman. It's all in me. Anything on the baby, I do it naturally. I love you. I In the Room with Stephen and Dana is produced by Stephen Farizee and Dana Craig. Special thanks to Joel Wagoner for tinkling the ivories on our theme song. Hit him up at joelwagoner.com. We apologize and you're welcome. We'd also like to thank Jesse Weiner, W-I-E-N-E-R, for our jazzy original music sprinkled throughout each episode. You can find him at jessewiener.com. Last but certainly not least, we'd like to thank Kevin Thomas Garcia for taking all of our ridiculous photos. You can find him online at ktgnyc.com. We are all over the internet on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at In The Room Pod. Follow us, like us, share us, pimp us out. And don't forget to subscribe to In The Room Podcast. We everywhere, so subscribe. And thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.